Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. Episode 20, it's Joel. There is nothing wrong with you. This is the title of a book by Sherry Huber. There is nothing wrong with you. Going beyond self-hate. A compassionate process for learning to accept yourself exactly as you are. This relates to episode 17, where I interviewed my friend and nonviolent communication trainer, Kitty Testa, about the concept of untangling your inner chatter and getting curious about the needs that are underlying those parts of self that are chattering. And so Sherry Hubert, in this profound book, which is quite short, it's about, I mean, it's 200 pages, but it's written in this font that's almost handwritten type font, and then there's plenty of pictures in there. And so it's a very smooth read. So she takes a similar angle to the NVC angle in terms of seeing these voices as separate from self. That you, the truest self, are enough and lovable exactly as you are. You are already perfect. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of happiness. But in our childhoods, we internalize these various messages and we have these voices swirling around our heads all of the time, basically. And we think it's normal because it is normal. Almost everyone, virtually everyone, has these voices swirling around, including myself. And I've been working on this stuff for quite some time. And so having acceptance for the voices and seeing those voices as trying to get needs met is really uh, accepting in a compassionate way, compassionate framework to see things. But with Sherry Huber's book here, she identifies these voices as self-hate. And it's another term for it. And basically, self-hate is all those voices, the shoulds, and you ought to be, and I can't believe you did that again. So I'll, I'll read a few excerpts here. She says, the simplest example is that if self-hate is hating my body, then there's a little picture here of diagrams of of stick figures and then judgments attached to each stick figure, including too wide, too fat, too short, too big, too small, too thin, too flat, too long. It doesn't matter what I do or what I look like, I will never meet self-hate's standard, which is the point. You will never satisfy self-hate, right? All these voices will always be judging you. It's n you're never good enough, according to these voices. So she goes on. 
Self-hate is not hating me to help me. No, it is a process of hating, and hating is just what it does. As long as it exists, it will find something to hate. That's how it maintains itself. The process of self-hate is so much a part of the average person that we don't even recognize it. We think we're just doing the things that, we, that will ensure we'll be good. It's normal, we say. Everybody does it, or should. If you want to know what you were conditioned to believe as a child, look at the self-criticism that goes through your head now. And there's another diagram here of thoughts swirling around someone's mind, including, that was a dumb thing to do. Won't I ever learn? You shouldn't feel like this. I should know better. So she says, does that mean someone consciously, deliberately treated you that way? Perhaps not. But you got the message anyway, didn't you? So that last point is essential to remove the blaming and shaming paradigm, right? When she says, does it mean that someone consciously and deliberately treated you that way? That's sort of beside the point in a sense. Or maybe it's worth understanding the root causes of the voices and where, you know, the various figures from whom they came, but it's sort of beside the point whether someone intentionally, maliciously instilled in these messages in you, which it's safe to say is not the case because those adults were simply unconscious of their own illness, basically, or meaning unconscious of these own, their own voices, their own self-hate, and their own trauma. And that was passed on not consciously, not deliberately. And so what Huber is really highlighting here is it doesn't matter. This is, you got the message anyway. And this is sort of the nature of the intergenerational transfer of trauma, of self-hate, of these voices, of this paradigm of you should be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. Marshall Rosenberg, the founder of Nonbot Communication, said that should is the most violent word in the English language. That's pretty common, isn't it? We have this should. You should be doing this. This voice of you're never doing the right thing, or you're feeling the, feeling the wrong thing, or you're not working hard enough. So this book is a beautiful book, <clears throat> and I would encourage you to, to take a peek at that. And I've been, I've been trying to read it over and over because <laughs> we get these messages for basically two decades of our life on, without any choice in the matter. And then as adults, we can begin to redirect the tide, right? But that takes a lot of rewiring of the, of the brain. And first identifying what the voices are and unlearning unlearning these messages and then perhaps relearning some more compassionate messages about self. So what she's identifying here, she's, again, she's highlighting is these, the voice of self-hate 
is the unchosen messages. And then from there, we can replace those with better messages of perhaps some affirmations of, of you're enough and you're worthy of happiness, right? Creating new beliefs about the self. But the first step is identifying, identifying, observing. So she, 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 she says things like, it's okay to listen to the voices in your head, just don't believe them. So becoming conscious and separating oneself from the voices of self-hate. This is key. And of course, this also, as I mentioned two episodes ago on the season two reboot, I wanted to get more into the realm of internal family systems therapy, which is a similar concept of identifying parts of self. Identifying parts of self and learning to allow those parts to negotiate with one another. And you as the truest, wisest self that knows that you're enough already, that knows that you're perfect already, that knows that you're worthy of happiness already, this is the wisest, truest self. That true self can help negotiate and facilitate conversations in a compassionate manner amongst the different parts. Because there's not just one voice. There's not just the self-hate or just the inner critic. There's also protector parts, as Internal Family Systems, or IFS, calls it. These are guards that come up to try to stop the feelings of shame or feelings of fear that might come up from our deepest wounds, our deepest exiles. It's another term in the IFS landscape. So I'll link to these in the show notes. I'm going to make this episode shorter today. But I'll link to this There Is Nothing Wrong With You book as well as the IFS website. And you can begin to dive into that. And you can find a directory on there of IFS therapists nationwide. And I highly recommend, if that's something that is of interest to you, to seek out an IFS therapist to help facilitate these sessions. And it's a very, very valuable and effective way to heal the psyche because we're getting really clear about this part is separate from this part and this part is trying to get this need met and rather than just calling everything in your head you it's not you it's not simply you the capital y you is the truest self is the wisest self is the profound self that already knows that you're enough and worthy of happiness and when we identify the parts we identify the self-hate, identify the, the inner chatter. When we get curious about it, then we begin to disidentify from the mind and become compassionate towards these different parts of self that were as children, these parts were created, these parts were created to try to get your needs met in perhaps adverse situations to try to get the need for love met. We often try to behave in certain ways to get attention and love and visibility. So this is, a, this is the real work, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope that you find this valuable. And I look forward to our next podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, and remember that 
you are worthy of compassion and love and the voices in your head are not you. Thank you.